It's Hip Hop Tic Tactics. Thursdays at 11 p.m. on CFFF Trent Radio 92.7. Saturdays at 9 p.m. on MaximumFM.ca. Sundays and Wednesdays at 10 p.m. on NiagaraCommunityRadio.ca. Download the podcast at DoingTheMusic.com. Yo, you know what it do? It's the Hip Hop Tic Tactics show, live and direct. That's right, it's the most honorable one. Repping it lovely, always. Your boy, Thrust. What's going on? It's your boy, Bishop Brigante, and right now you're tuning to Hip Hop Tic Tactics. Yo, this is the Dirty Doc. It's your boy, Fox Williams. It's your boy, Hassani Young. Hey, what up, what up? It's the Mr. Chiss, not Chocolate or Ill Flow. I'm here with Hip Hop Tic Tactics. This is Ironic. Hey, it's Kyle Coyote. Yo, it's King Q. What up? This is your bro, Danny O, and you know how it goes. If you want the real hip hop, keep it locked. The Hip Hop Tic Tactics. This is Cody Coulter, and you're listening to Hip Hop Tic Tactics. It's Lisa T. This is Leandro. This is Leo Van. This is LT the Monk. This is M Dog. This is Mocha Only, and you're checking out Hip Hop Tic Tactics. This is Nigga Wanna. This is Reality. It's your boy Rock Nitty. This is Shizzy. It's Teddy, so fatty. Yo, this is TJ Habibi. Yo, this is Zach Wesson. It's your boy Young Stitch. Yo, 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 what up, what up? This is Flex Matthews, and I'm chilling out with Hip Hop Tic Tactics. If you don't know what Tic Tactics is, then you need to listen so you can find out if you got the tic tactics. Holler back. Please. Hip hop tic tacticians of the world. What is going on tonight? It is Unlearn Up in here. Uh, we do not have tic tactic himself uh, going up through here today. Um, unfortunately, it is just me running this. I know Zach Weston is uh, caught up himself doing some work. Uh, some interesting events. I won't uh, talk about the sports. We all know that's Jay's thing with Peterborough Peets. Um, although I know there was a pretty big win for, uh, if there's any soccer fans out there with uh, Canada, I guess beating the, the States for the first time in a long time. Anyways, back to hip-hop. Uh, last Friday, there was a uh, great event at uh, the Red Dog Friday. Uh, that was tic ta- or, sorry, DJ Tacticals dressed in all black. Little pre-Halloween event. Uh, There's a few other uh, drops and uh, songs that came out in the last bit, too, that we haven't really gotten a chance to play, specifically one of them being uh, the Lunchroom Poets. Uh, we got a few more events that are coming up, though, and uh, for those that didn't tune into last week, we have the part two of the Zay's interview coming up tonight. Great guy again, great raps, great stuff, so definitely stick around for that. And if you missed it, check that stuff out. Uh, if we do have any regular listeners uh, in tonight, feel free to hit me up. I'll keep my phone on me. Instagram at UnlearnRap, and we'll give you a little shout-out and follow the rest of the crew. Uh, you can follow Tic Tactic at Doing the Music on all platforms and uh, Zach Weston at Zach Weston. Not exactly how it sounds. Um, so Friday, uh, this weekend, is actually an off weekend for once, which is... Has its ups and downs. The following weekend, though, we got a doubleheader on Friday, uh, the 25th. We've got in Oshawa, Whiskey John's, at the end of the day, Dax Flow album release party. That's going to be tight. Uh, you'll see a bunch of other artists there. Pretty sure you'll see Zay's. You'll see uh, Eddie Jones. You'll see a bunch of the uh, classic Oshawa cats that are keeping it real still. Definitely check that out. Uh, if you're in Peterborough in the surrounding area, we've got another show happening, a little Halloween event pre the 31st, again, happening on the 25th. This is at the Red Dog in Peterborough. You'll be catching me, Billy Marks, uh, DJ Tactical, uh, the whole Peterborough scene, more or less, uh, for the most part, minus a few other artists. Um, and shout out again to uh, Billy Marks for putting together some of the stuff uh, with rap shows going on in the community. Sweet little video shoot that was done the other week. 
that video for Billy Mark's Pot Saloon will be dropping in uh, the next two weeks, so definitely be on the lookout for that. Speaking of stuff happening in the community and uh, within specifically the hip-hop community, I've been seeing uh, one group that's really been catching my eye uh, lately. Uh, shout out to Young Stitch and uh, a few other artists that together with Lunchroom Poets, there was a recent drop again. We played one of their songs earlier. You can check him out as well. Uh, he was on the show uh, a couple months ago with Reality. Uh, that was a great interview to check out. Um, you can check that out again, uh, podcast, uh, on iTunes, please rate us five stars. And this is usually the moment where I banter with Jay about how, why you should rate us five stars. But anyways, moving onwards, uh, yeah, you can check that out. Um, and just on that note too, quick shout out to, uh, Taylor Curtin and Reality as well for some new music drops, uh, Reality Drop, Securing the Bag. It's a sweet music video. Highly recommend checking that out. Back to Lunchroom Poets. Uh, I'm going to get into that quickly before the interview and uh, play this song that just uh, dropped about 10 days ago. I love what I'm seeing within hip-hop, like specifically in Ontario right now. Uh, it's nice to see these artists coming together and trying to do these, su- uh, well, I guess you could call super groups if that's appropriate if we're going to term it like that. Uh, I think we need more of that if artists are really going to come together and try and build that platform to promote themselves. There's definitely an advantage because you've got a cross of connects, especially when you have artists that match the caliber and the talent within the group. You really can create a new product that, you know, is matchable to, or if not better than most of the stuff you're hearing, you know, in North America or Europe. Uh, This one right here, uh, The Best, featuring DJ Merciless. It's a Wu-Tang cross with Onyx. Uh, the worst remix by Lunchroom Poets. We're going to spin that right now. And uh, like I said, it's kind of the example I'm talking about right now. Shout out Lunchroom Poets. This is your dog Unlearned. You're listening to Hip Hop Tick Tactics. Yeah. Uh. The best that did it, forget the gimmicks I'm shifting your next position for thinking it's just a scrimmage I am next to get it, bless the rhythm, get messed up Messing with them, make the best decision I am blessed with riddance Storytelling leaves your brain with a festering image You can't escape, digest the description at a later date Please, we ain't gonna wait We just make our way to the next mission Heads dripping from the razor blades that I throw at y'all Subtlety of a bowling ball, we the best overall No one calls a spade a spade, spare no expense to reign the game Y'all better pair up in tents, making it rains the protocol. Hurricanes, you're all fucked. We pulling cards, then pulling up in cars on your boulevard to call bluffs. The fullest stars you could ever see in the sky. And we don't need no replies, but never sweat in the small stuff. Uh, you fucking with the new age wolf. All this shit I'm kicking is deadly. I got Liu Kang shoes. Who bet? I got something for that Poontang boat. Let it spray all over their faces like the blue man group. Let's get it popping. King in the city, you getting lost in. Killing off all our idols. Survival is not an option. That's not a coup. Those are just dudes that you call the cops with. It's hard to hold your pedestal high when you're falling off it. Stop it. You gave your all, but it's not enough. Lunchroom beat your whole team. That's a posse cut. Life's a gamble. Never risk it if your stock is up. Only here to hurt you. My circle dark as a hockey puck. Slow ride. Let the dough rise. What I need to do, I'm a baker. So I have my cake and I eat it too. Pop, pop, the jersey you bleeding through. The man with the method is so your asshole shut and keep feeding you. Feeding you. Yeah. Uh, Straight off the block, we made the Rugas burst Stripes like Kruger shirts, who berserk We was cutting bling, had the jewelers work You ain't seen none like this, my shit knew the earth Hotter than Lucifer, smoother than Luba Derma Bad shorty ride with me 
Calgary to Bacchus, direct the snatch like I'm Guy Ritchie. I'm illy, I'm feeling like I got a high ceiling. I'm over no cap, took too long to win, I'm all syringe. H more tracks than the armist in. It's hella grinding my soul like Eric Carsten's kicks. I'm sick, I need to visit the oncologist. I got the scoop, you sweeter than La Paloma. Money is my aroma. Uh, take a whiff of this. Tell me who flying the wax. I melt their wings like Icarus. Flip the script, dope like Russian Olympians. Who got the juice? I'm OJ on the ass, but that Bronco is a cool. Yo, y'all never heard no sound like this. We dropping heavy, shining brighter than what's round my wrist. Competition acting crazy, trying to clown my shit. They talking greasy, then they see me try to pound my fist. Yo, fuck that. Who wanna rumble? I wave my finger in your face like I'm a tumbo. Take what you got until you done no. Standing up to LRP, you probably just buckle. You know to ball up, then run fast. Sonic and Knuckles is crazy. I've been the problem child since a baby. When I was eight, I made the call to Jesus Christ and said he couldn't save me. The worst methods of torture would I deliver. To you minuscule, you take you back to class in fucking middle school, you ground shaking, break pavement, I get my feet stomping, bass bang so hard in the hood that you thought the peace dumping, hear these cats calling my name, I tell them keep fronting, know they only call when they need something, fuck this who wanted with this figure, disfigure your ligaments until your Tim's ripped up, this the dawn of the dead, you want the crown, you've got a sword off of Solomon's head, hard body, the bar's harder than when comets descend, jaws dropping like orthodontists when your tonsils get checked, the jaws talking, hard bargains over communist bread, the jargon is longer than Boston, gotta watch where you step, kaboom. This is alchemy's finest. Why you only feel like jumping when the balcony's highest? You palpably lying to think that you surrounded by giants. These cowardly lions, the type to go and powder they sinus. I mean, damn, I'm about as high as it goes. Put these vagina hymens in the Heisman hole. Rowdy Piper flow. Science, I condone them splicing my isotopes. Reside them in cryozone for biters who try and clone. That was Lunchroom Poets coming out the Durham region with the best uh, sweet song. Speaking of which, Durham region, I neglected to mention two other events. Uh, well, one specifically happening in the Durham region. Uh, the following Sunday on the 27th, Cops Records, 1 to 4 o'clock, Aslan is hosting another open mic event. Uh, if you're in the area, I would highly recommend checking that out. Super talented artist and an opportunity to uh, show off whatever you got. Uh, and also that same night, you can uh, check us out at the Autism Awareness event happening at 765 Old East out in... Uh, in London. Um, so we'll get into uh, this week's uh, second part of the interview from last week's A's. Uh, double shout out to this guy again, uh, not only for taking the time to uh, listen to some artist music and uh, give some tips on that, uh, but I also just found out that he was also the uh, opener who was uh, supporting the Necro and Mad Child tour. I was actually at that show in Oshawa and I was wondering who that was. So double shout out to uh, Zays and Eddie Jones on that one. And uh, we'll get right into the interview. This is Hip Hop Tic Tactics. Ghetto. 
that I'm rich. I'm a little in between the two, but I'm going to say us getaway type of people, the people that had to struggle to get the things we want in life, celebrate all these things. Mm-hmm. We don't back out of things. It's the rich people that have all the money that don't celebrate Christmases like us. You go to their house, there's no pumpkins, there's no Halloweens, there's no, you know what I mean? Yeah. The, it's the, bull, it's the poor people that still try to enjoy life. And yeah. that's why you got to give love to the poor people, right? I hear that, man. Yeah, that's why. Like, if that's that's why. Like, at the end of the day, I'm trying to make money. At the end of the day, yeah, we, we, <laughs> we need a button for this. <laughs> but yeah, if if you're trying to do what you do, and someone comes up and they really want to support you, but they don't have the means to do so, well, I'm going to give them the means to support me. Yeah. it's not a. You know what I mean? It's that we're we're not here to take money out of people's pockets. We're just here to hopefully show a little love to each other and a little support for sure right so hopefully my songs may help you relate to something or maybe get a little frustration out or you know what i I like to think of my music as like it's the same way i look at vinnie paz he's my verbal punching bag Mm -hmm. it makes me feel better on a frustrated moment yeah i get frustrated with things a lot i drive downtown one and a half hours each way every day could you imagine my frustrations yeah (laughs) Yeah, so you know what i mean whole jedi mind tricks discography in the cd list trust me man it's crazy so yeah so you know what i mean so so I was thinking earlier, and Vinny Paz would have been the right choice. I couldn't put my finger on who, like, one of the rappers were. Yeah. But I was like, okay, if two rappers had a baby, one of them would be someone who's a little angry. Yeah. And the other would be Crazy Bone. Yeah. Okay. I grew up on massive bone thugs for a while, too. Oh, that's... A that massive was, that was that one right of the influences the I was okay. waiting for you to say. You know what's funny? I... F- Bone Thugs was before Tech Nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, I f- uh, like I don't, I didn't forget about it, but I forgot about it in uh, to mention it. I hear it in, in your the music. relevance of the moment. Yeah, I hear because it. Actually, so before, like, if I went back to when I first started experimenting with fast rap, yeah, I am not aggressive at all. It's like it's very Bone Thugs ish. Yeah, you know that like when I'm but now I'm like that. Like you know what I mean? You know what I mean? So like that's where the difference of like before it was just you know because Bone Thugs. But mind you, you know who my favorite Bone Thug is? Crazy Bone. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's just fucking hitting it and coming back and forth and slowing it down and speeding it up. And I'm like, this guy's my shit right here. Yeah, like I was (laughs) was listening to your music earlier this weekend. I was like, okay, there's Bone Thugs there. Yeah, definitely Bone Thugs. There's a hook where you've got someone on the hook that sounds a little bit like lazy. Okay. But I was like, he sounds he sounds more crazy. Yeah, that's 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 what I am. I am I'm definitely an emulation of crazy. With with the uh with the um uh oh my god, what's not lazy, not wish, um why can't I think of his name right now? Crazy lazy, busy, wish we in the flesh. Okay, sorry. Busy is yeah. who I'm talking about. Okay. Busy's the wild one. Busy's the one with the high-pitched voice. Yes, and he's wild as hell. Crazy is the one that is the deep voice, man, yeah. who kind of ran the click more like, yeah. That's yeah, the Crazy's one. like the Rizzo so bone Crazy is like, um, Crazy is more of an emulation of kind of who I am to that group. Mm-hmm. But my mentality through life and like partying with friends was Busy. 
No. Yes. Because I've dropped out of the group like so many times. No, but not through that. I just, <laughs> I just excluding like, that, that like, part. Guy that was like rocking do rags at twenty years old, splitting them into bunny ears, showing up, spilling liquor all over the okay, place. Okay, ah, okay. Like you know what I mean? You want to fucking freestyle? Like you know, I, I've I can tell you, I've jumped into battle ciphers where I've been triple punched in the face by <laughs> just because of the uh, choice of dialect I chose because I didn't know any artists. I've jumped in and just like went for the hearts right. all at once and they all got, uh, I'm like, must have said something right because like every fist came at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> There's been some good times in my days. That was at the Scratch way back in the day. Oh, the Snatch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was it? Uh, Fire Touch Fridays? Yeah, that uh, dollar drink days. You remember those ones too? I don't. Okay, so we hear stories. It was rough. It was rough. Yeah. Shut up, um, Midtown. Yeah. Yeah, that's mid. Exactly, Midtown, right there. So yeah, yeah the the old spot that we had was uh, in the scratch, the balcony from the scratch. <laughs> exactly, it was the Rock Club. That's what it was. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it had a staircase that went down to the dance floor from the balcony that overlooked the dance floor, and I guess that was my old studio. Okay. Yeah, that would make Unit 23, sense. Midtown Mall. Yeah, that, Upper that would make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that, you know what? That place was... Because usually you go into small little clubs that are rooms these days. And yeah. if not, they're like a hallway and a room. That place was like a Walmart of mm-hmm. club. It was like pool table area over here. Chilling and like sit down if you want to eat some food and sit at a bar and hang out over here with the patio. Dance floor and club and platforms for drunken chicks to dance on up here. And you want rock and roll? Just walk up the stairs. Almost like a Riley's Junction. Kind of, yeah. But even more. Club but even more so. Yeah. Like Burlington. Riley's Junction times two. I mean Riley's Junction Peterborough, not Riley's Junction. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would make a little more sense. Um, That'd be about the same size, give or take. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know layout. what? It, like, I, I'm not saying I enjoyed it as much back then. I just, I was everywhere. And, you know, we always had to be out and doing things. Of and, course. But now when I look back, I'm like, you know what? That was a treat when it lasted. Yeah. It was a treat, definitely. So, and, and also I could probably walk home from there now, which I didn't live nearly that close at the time. So, so <laughs> it's too bad, but, <laughs> but yeah. It's all right though. But yeah, it's good shit, man. So any uh, any upcoming uh, projects or videos or shows that we should be plugging? So uh, I have been very busy lately. I try trying to keep myself busy. I'm right now keeping myself to a challenge. This is my own personal Zay's challenge. And I'm going to keep it for life until I fall off. And it will fall off eventually because... I'm going to die or something one day. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's pretty um, good duration <laughs> expected on that one. But no, basically, but literally I have no timeline on this. I'm just going to try to do this for as long as I can possibly do this is that I'm going to release 26 new things for the world a year. So every single 2 weeks, every single Tuesday, you're going to see something new from me. Once Why a page. Why, 20, every two weeks? Every okay. Two weeks. Yeah. I just, it was, the 26th just came from every other week. I, need, I I wanted to try every week, and that's just, I got I got my daughter to take care of. I got things to do. I'm running around. It's it's too hard to make certain things happen. I figure two weeks gives me enough time to. So if you're on EI. But that means I got. Every payday, every, every second Tuesday, if you're on EI, you get a. A Zay's project as well. Exactly, and this nice. and this might come down to like, so uh, a week ago, which was a two week lapse. Like I said, was the game on video. 
So uh, that's featuring Young Stitch, uh, Reality, and an old homie, McKee. He's not in the industry right now. But if you know Flex the Antihero, which was doing stuff with Shaw Prince, who started with Dax Flow, actually. It's coming back to these roots. So Shaw and Dax started. Uh, Zay's and Flex started as AFAM. When we lived in Ajax, we formed our own group. We took AFAM and combined with Peter Jackson and my buddy K-Stu. K-Stu is now a tattoo artist. Peter Jackson, if uh, people don't know, is doing his own thing. He's doing very well for himself. Uh, he just toured Europe with Fetty Wap. He's got a lot of videos out there. You know, he's, he's doing his shit. It's all around Canada, putting his music out there. He's getting tens of thousands of views, if not hundreds of thousands of other stuff. So he's branched out into his own thing. But we kind of came together. Then when we were coming apart, and I'm not saying falling apart. There's no negativity to it. Actually, a funny little story tidbit off to the side. I'm doing a squirrel moment here. But, mm-hmm. but um, we went on, t- we toured with, uh, first tour we ever did across Canada. We did uh, Never Never Say Never Tour with Royce to 5'9", Joe Buttons, D12, and Classified. Nice. So we were on a tour bus with all of them, and literally there was a, we had a manager named Kino, and we were made such a part of that tour with those artists, like put in limos. Uh, we had a, a prep talk of basically like, you guys are the beginning of this tour. The opening acts at the cities don't matter to us. You do. Because if you start us on the wrong foot, you fucked it up for classified and then classified's got to pick it up for joe and then joe and they're like but if you start us on the right foot and the crowd comes out and they're wilding out then yeah. fucking you know what i mean <laughs> so it was and, and it really motivated us to take this this next step to another level and then we went and we uh toured with uh naughty by nature mm, and we nice. sat with Vinny and tretch night after actually the funny thing about oh, us was this in 2009 yes it was okay i saw you then yes did you yeah at uh that what the fuck was it called circa yeah, that oh, that was a fucking crazy club. That had like the the bars that lit up, and I remember I would like I'm still a kid with things, right? It doesn't matter how old I get, so I put my drink down. I'm like, watch it. I'm like, they wow. had like a room with dentist chairs or some shit. Yeah, all this fucked up shit. It was yeah, weird. I was at that they show, had man. one room that was like in a box. It was like hanging, but it was all plexiglassed. And you could like, yeah. so it was like your private box, but you could like see over the dance floor. It was, it was kind of sick. I'm not going to lie. But yeah, that was in that club. That was a nice place to perform. Okay. Pause this. Pause the, the naughty by nature shit for a minute. You two talk about Vinny Paz amongst yourselves for a couple minutes. I'm going to be right back with a souvenir. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> naughty by nature to Vinny. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. Something tells me that's just like click pause on the keyboard there, Tack. Nope. <laughs> so I will pause what I was talking about because sometimes I roll like a ball down a hill. Yeah. It's hard to stop me. But uh, talk about Vinny Paz. Hmm. Who else in the hmm. Vinny Paz? Where are some other artists in the... Is he one that stands out with the more hardcore rappers or some other... I'm trying to think right now, like, of the people that... I'll be honest with you. I don't, I don't listen to a type of music exclusively anymore at all. I like you. you want to know what I'm listening to right now? Like What's literally, in the if you went in, so I still have a CD player, and I yep. still go buy CDs. Nice. I'm trying to put it on to my daughter. I'm like, look at this. She she'll like open it. She'll be like, oh, you can see the names. Look at the pitch. I'm like, I know. How awesome. You don't get none of that digitally, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> right? So nice. So I'm still trying. And plus, you get the full body of an artist's work because there's things that people don't share that might suck to you, but it might be your favorite song. Because yeah. a lot of growing up, a lot of my favorite records were the ones that were never played on the radio. Yeah. The ones you never heard. But it was it was such a, it was just a little more B-side or a little darker. Or it it had an that element resonated. that just wasn't radio, right? Yeah. So something like that. But um, 
I'm listening. So right now on my deck, I have Duran Duran. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so that shows you the uh, musical evolution of Zay's. I'm on my Zay's 80s life. tip right now, hardcore. Yeah. yeah. I'm on that. Uh, but I actually want to sample this. That. You know that? I think so. Uh, I do. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. What? What is this? Is that from is this the from show? That show? Yeah, man. <laughs> Holy Sign <shit>. it. <laughs> That's crazy, bud. That's I, hilarious. I think I'm going to have to grab a Sharpie before you yeah, uh, get sure. a signature on that. For sure. Hell yeah. <laughs> Drop that on you for sure. No, that's amazing. Yeah, so there you go. So, right, see, you start talking about things and you start talking about work and this and that. Yeah. And when we realize we, we've touched bases, like, yeah. you know, world. Mean, like, that's the, we've crossed paths. I lived up the street from there. Uh, at that time, I lived at King and Dufferin. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah, so that's that was perfect for you. It was a home show, too, at the same yeah. time, right? So, yeah. And see, for me, this was a time when we were on a real high in music. And after this, we did um, Busta Rhymes, Back on My... Back uh, on My Bullshit. Back on My Bullshit uh, tour. Yes, we did that. I'm just going to run upstairs and get another tour. <laughs> so we did that tour, and then... Okay. Um, Can I ask you a question about that show? It's... Oh, personal question, if, strictly for the OGs. If I had a chance to talk to Peter Jackson, I would ask him this. What the fuck was that song with the cell phone? Oh, I know what you're talking about. What the fuck was that? It was the, the you're talking about the PJ song, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was, oh, man, you're, I, I forgot about that. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I know what you're talking about. I'm standing about. there at the Phoenix. I'm like, what the hell is this shit? So it's like, it was like something, ah, oh, this was so, this is, this, we're, we're hitting some old memories here. We're rat, rattling the crates and digging some shit Dang out. Man. They're, they're not, they're not records though. Uh, <laughs> them old memes. Uh, but, um. That was a, I think it was a record about his wife or girlfriend at the time calling him when he's on the road and him being like, it's okay, baby. I'm just out here on the grind right now. I'll be home soon. And like telling this, and then it turned into like the story of telling that. Yeah, like her bitching at him on the phone, like, I need you. Yeah. Where are you? And he's like, I'm out here doing this for us. You know what I mean? It was. I, just, I remember him walking around. It didn't translate the same, though, live. I remember him walking around on stage with like this headband for like 20 minutes or like three hours talking on his cell phone or so it seemed. Felt like a long time, <laughs> eh? Yeah, so there, that just shows you. It obviously didn't translate the way he would plan on it to. So. And then Busta Rhymes came out and performed for like 25 minutes and then people started bitching. He was like, alright, you listen, motherfuckers. <laughs> These people paid me for a 20-minute set. Right now, you've got five minutes bonus. Do you want me to keep going or not? And then he rocked for like another half hour after that. But. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, everyone's oh, shut shit, up. Eh? <laughs> I don't even remember that, to be honest with you. I don't remember that part of it. Yeah, because he was doing like. That tour. He was doing like a Busta Rhyme set, but like if Kid Capri was spinning it. Okay, you know what? I'm not, I, I actually think I know why. I think I left before Busta went on. Okay. Because I watched him nine times in a row at nine different cities. Okay, that'll do And it. I just got home. I remember this. I got pulled over by a ride on the way home. And oh, I, and because we got there and I was so if listen, if if you ever think touring is like the best life experience, <laughs> it's amazing to reflect back on, but it fucking sucks. Halfway <laughs> half of it sucks and half of it's amazing. We were driving 7 to 9 hours every single day. 
We're waking up at six o'clock to nine o'clock in the morning after a show. Mm-hmm. Every show, I would every single show past the second, because the first and second you're jacked. I'm getting fucked up. We're we're partying after. We're doing fucking everything. We're gonna kill this. Blah blah. After the second show, you hit like Winnipeg, and you're like, we're doing the show, and I'm going to bed. And then you do the show and you're like, where's the shots? And then you hit Saskatoon and I'm definitely doing the show today and I'm fucking going to bed. Shout out Toontown. And then you do the show and you're like, where's the fucking shots? Because you don't come (laughs) off that stage with that energy and not want to turn up. And you're in a new city with new people that are all coming up and being like, that was awesome, blah, blah, blah. Give them some seats. Like you can't, you can't go anywhere, right? Yeah. So by the time you get home, you don't give a shit about Toronto. Cause, and I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm saying oh, that in a way course, like, yeah. you're like I'll be show. back tomorrow or the next day or whatever the hell day I need to be because it's right down the street. And I'm going to do my set the best I can do it. I'm going to have a few drinks because my hometown people are here. And, you know, to talk to them and ha- experience the moment a little bit. But then I'm going to go home because I need I need a night of relax. Because we had a show in Ottawa the next day. It wasn't done. We had one more show. Mm. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go home and sleep in my bed tonight. And I'm Rela- back on my bullshit. Hit, hit my bong. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> all that shit fucking matters. Oh, the things you miss most about oh, every, being on I the road. I going home like the first fucking night and you hit the bong so hard you just fuck. I, I, I think I like puked on the floor. And just I was like, dead. shit, <laughs> never done that before. <laughs> it was just one of those like... I had to hit it like six times in a row because it was so like I missed it so much. And yeah. Like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. I didn't need that. Right. Off that so, bong life for a good week or two. Yeah. Oh, it was crazy. So and then yeah. So I remember and I actually because I was so run down, I had a beer with a bunch of buddies and they're like, "You grabbing another one?" And I'm like, "Honestly, man, I don't even want to drink tonight because I don't feel like I need to. I'm gonna go home." And I got pulled over by ride. ride and I got breathalyzed, pulled out of my car and everything. And the the guy was like. I still think you smell like alcohol and you've been drinking, but you've been blowing a zero. Go. And I'm like, whoo. Yeah. When fucking decisions you make go the right way for once, right? Yeah, so, absolutely, man. Yeah, so that was that was uh, quite a moment. But so after that tour, we did Tech 9. Mm. And the Tech 9 tour, we took my dad's Chevy Blazer on the road. Okay. Because they, they, they weren't all tour buses and tour managers. and fr- Like, to be honest with you, our tours got less accommodated as we... As, as we went, went on. on. And it was like the the third one, it was almost confusing to us because we got used to certain, like the first one we had limos called at every show. We had, we were brought into VIP rooms with veggie platters. What do you guys need? Water? Do you want drinks? Do you want, what do you need? You're on in 15 minutes. Do you need anything else before you go on? We're going to bring you through the back again. Oh, like the second time it's like, all right, we're gonna, still going to tell you guys what's going on. You're going to be a part of this, but that's it. Um, the Busta Rhymes one, we were touring with Belly. Yeah, and uh, it's funny. Funny enough about this, so we were the type of guys we we don't approach artists like, oh man, can we have an autograph? You're so awesome, blah blah blah. We just went, did our shit, and went back to our room all the time. Mm. And if we'd pass the guys, we'd be like, hey, what's up, man? Respect. Slap a hand, walk by. And then so every single artist, by the time we hit the third or fourth city, would be like, why don't you guys come fucking drink and smoke with us? And we'd be like, I don't know. You want us to? <laughs> yeah, like, you, you didn't yeah, ask. Come in. So yeah. like, by, like I remember with uh, well with the the first one, like I said, with all the artists, we were a part of everything. Yeah. With Naughty by Nature, by the time we started in Banff, we actually drove. We did a show on a Friday night at midnight in uh, Johnny B's in Whitby. Okay. And then and that wasn't part of the tour. That was our own little show we did. Right. And then our first show of the tour was in uh, Thunder. No, it was in Banff to start the tour oh, in, yeah, on was. the Sunday. Right. So we left 
at midnight, no, like one in the morning after we did our show. Like we did it, didn't drink, didn't do nothing, just jumped in the car and we, we're going on tour now. And we left from Whitby and we drove 38 hours straight to bed. <laughs> nice. We didn't stop, we didn't sleep, we didn't do nothing, but Take we had turns. four guys, so we just kept rotating. And I remember I drank so many energy drinks, like monsters and shit. Yeah. I was radioactive pissing multi like yeah. colors <laughs> in snowbanks. <laughs> oh, it was bad. I'm like, oh, I gotta stop fucking rock. drinking these things. Uh, it's at the end. <laughs> Would you like another? I'll have one more. Yeah, sure. My hospitable host is just offering me another beer. <laughs> Here, take that. And then, um, like I was saying, the Tech Nine, we took the Chevy Blazer. Fun fact about Chevy Blazers for those that don't know they have the narrowest wheelbase on any truck ever built. Hmm. Why does that contribute to this conversation? Change a tire? What do you think a narrow wheelbase would do if you spun out? Oh. Yeah, we uh, hit a snowstorm just outside of Calgary in a fun town called Hannah. Hannah wasn't a good time, was she? No, and uh, we... Uh, it was about 7 in the morning. We left Saskatoon. It was on the Tech 9 tour. Yeah. And we're like, you know what? We have buddies that live in Calgary, a bunch of them. So we're And every time we used to like try to show up there early, try to give us a full day... And ho even hopefully have a day off. Yeah. To like between the shows spend a night partying with our buddies that we haven't seen in a while, and we play like beer pong, you know, hit the club up, just do whatever we could in, in a new town. Yeah. You know, like you know, people bringing us out and stuff like that. And um, um, so my I got my buddy that was our merch guy ran this uh, clothing company called Concrete Gorilla. His name was Ducks. He was driving the car at the time. It was his turn, and. I, I remember literally opening my eyes and seeing the, the truck just start spinning left, right, left. And there's three of us in the back, two in the front. So we're like, like narrowly, tightly pushed in the back seat. None yep. of us had our seatbelts on though yep. at the time. We spun and then the, the truck flipped. And then we flipped three times. We just started spinning across the highway. Just boom, 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 boom. Hit the ceiling, hit the ceiling, hit the ceiling. Thanks, buddy. And then uh, I literally remember we jumped out of the vehicle and everyone's like, you okay, you okay, you good, you good. And everyone's like, yeah, man, my head hurts a bit or like my ribs, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then we all, like we ran to each other and then we ran away from each other, all of us. And then we all like jumped on phones and we're like calling our parents, call it like, we almost just fucking died. Yeah. Like, and then we had to set, we, had to, we had to ignite panic in every single individual in our life. Yeah. <laughs> so, which was kind of fucked up. I realized in the end, I'm like, we ho we handled that horribly. <laughs> but, um, should have called anyway, CAA and just so, like, fucking go to tell We ended up getting taken to the hospital in Hannah, which had, so the town of Hannah had one cop, one ambulance, Jesus. and one cab driver. Funny enough. Okay. This is how small this town was. We get, the ambulance picks up two, th the three of my buddies, PJ, K-Stu, and Flex. They go in the ambulance. They go back to the hospital. The cop goes, I'm going to take you in my cop car back to the hospital. Just jump in the back. I just got to do some stuff, write some things down, and then we'll get out of here. We're like, all right. We're sitting there. We jump in the back of the car. Uh, she starts driving, and it's it's funny. Cause the one this, cop is a she. This is like, yeah, this is like Fargo. It Whoa. made me think of Fargo. Oh, like, I'm like, this one small town cop, and she's like, and I'm like, man, this chick's like, I, I was, it was just this whole, like, 
if there was ever a situation that could become overwhelming for a person, this is it. <laughs> yeah. So this happens. There was an old couple, thankfully, driving behind us that saw everything, and they're like, no, we just saw that their vehicle just spun out in the middle of the road, and they started flipping. Thank God they're all right, blah, blah, blah. So she starts driving about five minutes and gets a call. We had a tractor trailer swipe an old lady. She's knocked off the road. We need you to come to the scene of the crime. She goes, I'm sorry, guy, or the scene of the accident. It's not a crime. Uh, so she's like, I'm sorry, guys. You got to come with me to the accident. Yeah. So now we have to drive to another accident, me and my buddy, and we're in the car for another 45 minutes writing accident reports and figuring everything out. Oh, wow. So now they get a, that ambulance. We saw the ambulance that dropped my buddies off, come back, pick the lady up, and drive her back and we're still sitting there mm-hmm. so now she finally takes us back to the hospital and a couple of my buddies you know one of them had like a couple uh bruised ribs stuff like that it was nothing too serious but so they had to do a checkout and then they're like what are we gonna do are we gonna continue this tour our manager wants us to rent a car and keep going and we're all rattled at this yeah. point we're like we're going home yeah. we're fucking Fuck we got this. three shows left fuck it, we're going home, right? And they're like, all right. He's like, I'm fine with that because I want to fucking go home too. I feel like I, like we all felt like our life just flashed be- be- mm-hmm. before yeah. our eyes and we just wanted to hug the people that mattered to us. You know what I mean? It was one of those moments and they're like, all right, you guys can stay in a hotel tonight. The Greyhound bus, which will take you to the airport and Calgary's like two hours away. Mm-hmm. It's not really far, but it's far enough. So they're like, it doesn't come till about two in the morning. And we're like, two in the morning. And th- it, at this point, it's like two o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. So we're like, fuck, two in the morning. What are we doing? So we're sitting there. We're just, and, and people are walking in the hospital. Are you the Toronto boys? And we're like, holy fuck. Yeah, like the word was just traveling town. around the whole town just like that. Right? So, and we're like, oh man, we got to get out of here. <laughs> so, and uh, here's a funny tidbit. The town <laughs> of Hannah. City kids and <laughs> narrow <true>. wheelbase. Idiots. <laughs> the town of Hannah had one doctor in the hospital. And guess what his name was? Dr. Hannah. <laughs> and, I, and I kid you not, I go, was this town named after him? Down. And they're like, no, that's just coincidence. And I'm like, this is messed up. <laughs> so, <laughs> sick movie. So is now this? I go, I'm like, how much is the Greyhound? So this is about 45 minutes into sitting there. Buddy's out. We're like, oh, man, should we go back to that hotel? You want to get something to eat? And I'm like, honestly, man, I just want to get out of here. We can eat at the airport and find a plane because we're still going to have to accrue tickets, figure out. Our, like, it's going to be a long while before we're home. Let's just start getting on this tip right so we uh so now i'm like how much the greyhound she's like 50 bucks each i'm like that's like 250 dollars how much would a cab be to take us two hours to the airport right now Uh, 220 flat rate call the cab we're gonna save money taking a cab yeah right so i'm like call the cab she's like okay i just called tina she said she's got to drop Susie at the school, pick up Bob, <laughs> take him to the mall, and she'll be here to pick you guys up. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> we'll see her in a bit then, right? So we get, she gets there, takes us to the airport, and we had to take uh, one of my buddies had charges for smuggling and could not get on a plane. This is a buddy that was into the, the uh, clothing and stuff like that. Mm. So he goes, I'm going to wait till all you guys jump on a plane, and I'm going to jump on a bus. And I'll see you guys back home in a few days. But I'll just stay here because I'm not going to jump on a bus now in the middle of everything. I'll just wait till you Fishy guys are kind of gone. Good. We'll get a hold. So PJ jumped on the first flight out. He was out on his own. Yeah. K-Stu jumped on a flight about 6 in the morning because we couldn't even get tickets for flights the next day at the same time. Right. And they were like $1,200 one way to get Ooh. home. Ugh. Yeah, we played ridiculous amounts. Actually, I ended up flying me and Flex out on my because it was my vehicle we took. The insurance covered, in case of emergency, two flights out up, or sorry, 
coverage of flights or transportation up to $1,500 in case of anything. So I ended up covering just under that. Like, it was about $740 something a ticket wow. that I got me and Flex. So me and Flex took a plane together at about 9 in the morning. And then the last guy, Ducks, was left. And he ended up, he's like, all right, boys. And Bus out. Dapsed him by and then called us in three days and sent him back. So it was one of those, like, that was that was an experience, right? That oh, wow. literally was the end of Nino Nickel. That was, we didn't, we kind of stopped working together. I don't, and it's not, like I said, it wasn't a negative fallout. Mm-hmm. It was just that something happened. We all got rattled and we all kind of just started doing our own things in life. And it's, it's kind of weird how that worked out, right? So Flex huh. hooked up with uh, Dax's boy, which Dax was doing stuff in the beginning with, which was Shaw Prince. Mm-hmm. And they created the Antiheroes. And then, so Flex still goes by Flex the Antihero, mm-hmm. but now he's doing his own solo stuff. It's kind of like rock, rock rap, kind of like mixture stuff. Yeah. And uh, K-Stu is doing his own stuff, and then I'm doing my own stuff. So that's kind of, we, we've all, we took Nino Nickel, and they developed, and three, four of us are all still doing our thing well. It's mm-hmm. just one of them's not an artist anymore. Well, he is an artist. He's a tattoo artist, and he's a really good tattoo artist, mind you. Mm-hmm. But, um, and it's funny, his, his name was Kyle Stewart. Mm-hmm. And he goes by at Stu Art. And oh, that's just his name, right? That's he just sweet. capitalizes the art. Well played. That's yeah. amazing. And yeah, so I was like, that's perfect. It's beautiful. So that works, and everyone's kind of doing their own thing now. So within that, I, like I, 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 I don't even remember how I got to this, but I think I was talking about McKee and my new song, Game On. Yeah. And McKee was from AFAM with me and Flex. I pulled him in. McKee hasn't rapped seriously or released a project since AFAM at about 20 years old, mm. about 15 years ago. But he could still rap. He is my buddy. We go, yeah. we sit all the time. He spits me rhymes. Oh, I heard the song. He, he, can he will still never, rap. he will never release them to people. He's like, check this, what I just wrote. I'm like, that's sick. Put it on a track. Ah, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, <laughs> man, your yeah. work ethic and my work ethic are the exact opposite. He can still <laughs> rap. I, I recommend you check out this track. Uh, it features Stitch and Reality. They were both on the show maybe mm-hmm. eight months ago. Check that out on iTunes. Rate us five stars. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, both these guys are on it with uh, with McKee and Zay's. Yeah. And uh, it's a dope ass track. And it's a really you. good video. It's uh, like I said, it was done by our, ourselves in house. We've bought in really good equipment and we've worked at this for my first video I ever released was called Build and Destroy. Mm-hmm. Go take a look at Build and Destroy after you watch Game On. It's funny, Build and, and Destroy. I've been listening to a song a lot lately called ish. Destroy and Rebuild. Okay, well, Nos. my album was called Build and Destroy, my my uh, last studio Sweet. album I released, and it's based on the human condition. That's oh, what the song Build and, Build and Destroy is. What do we do as human beings? Uh-huh. One generation builds something, and the next generation destroys it. And we destroy each other's art, we destroy each other's minds, and we destroy each other's ethics in life but then we build each other back up that and then we destroy and then we build and then we destroy <laughs> i saw a post by it's somebody. an unfortunate it, it, cycle it may Second have even been thermodynamics you, you fucking millennial um hey easy there uh, that said uh he knows the shit for a millennial <laughs> yeah, i know he does that said uh for for any um baby boomers that criticize millennials this is a generation that put linoleum tile over real oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go right singer <laughs> perfect over hardwood floors yeah hardwood floors yeah like the original hardwood that was like four to six inches put in down grain. By the greatest and, generation. and beautiful <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, no, for sure. Shut up. So, yeah, and then um, back on that topic, I released the video for State of Mind, which was the first single I released off the Project Psychosis probably about eight months ago now. It's It's been maybe even like nine or ten. That, that was released a quite a long while, and my process of doing things hasn't always worked the way I've wanted it to, but now I got my stuff ready. You have to build a back burner. You don't just do a song and go, I'm going to release a song every two weeks because now you've made your work ethic have to be crazy good Mm -hmm. because not only do you have to get in there and record it and make sure it's done in time, you have to be satisfied with it. You have to mix it, be satisfied with that, do the promotional material, get the graphic made. Like all that needs to fall into place. So what I have done now, I have a video already shot for Fuck the Police. I don't know if you've heard the Fuck the Police. It's a very aggressive song. Mm-hmm. It's uh, your number one rated song on Spotify. It is yep. right now. Actually, it's Game a, On is slowly taking it's over. It's a very angry song. It is a very angry song. <laughs> but it's called Fuck the Police. I would so expect it to be Should nice. it not be angry? Yeah. Uh, the the <laughs> picture we used for the promotional poster tonight is actually taken from that. Well, there you go. Beautiful. So, to speak on that a little bit, I, when I was a kid, you know, I dabbled into my marijuana and things from time to time. I got multiple charges for possession of marijuana in my life, which is now legal, which I'm fine with, but it's a little disturbing to think of the shit that I went through for something that is now legal, and they treated me like I was fucking Frank White on the corner trying to shoot people (laughs) from fucking crack. Yeah, I know the feeling. But anyway, so I got charged with possession, and then one time when I got charged, I threw a scene because I got my little, you know, fucking like, you can't fucking touch me like that, fuck you stage of being a little bit of an asshole, but they were the bad guys at the time, at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I was like, don't fucking touch me, get your arms off me, blah, 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 and they threw me to the ground, smashed my head off the hood, I started I got a bloody nose. I was running a do-rag at the time, pushed in front of my face. It was covered in blood. Another couple cops jumped in and started punching me in the back of the head. I basically got my ass beat and then got charged with assault on an officer times three. So the ass beating I would have taken and probably got over in about two weeks. Mm -hmm. Might have still had a fuck the police track within that era, but, you know, it it was a little anger that I could have got over. It's the transgressions of society and... Yeah, assault charge, on the other hand, on an officer, let alone. And and honestly, it rerouted my whole life. So, like, I've had to do things differently. I spent 11 years and thousands of dollars accruing a pardon, which I do have now. Mm. And I've crossed the border many times. Um, So I'm back in my good zone of everything, but I'm just saying it. Back on my bullshit. Exactly. But it took a long time for me to get myself back to where I needed to be. Mm -hmm. And that's because of some shit that never should have happened. Yeah. Charge me with possession all you want. And I went to court and I fought them. I spent like $7,000 on this case alone. And when I got to court the day of trial, and this was like a new court, I, I went to court a lot of times for all this shit, but this was like trial court. Like, ooh, I'm in the big boy court now. I'm wearing a suit, stuff like that. Like, I, I got to look nice. Mm-hmm. And I show up the day, the first day of trial, and there was seven cops there. And there was only three at the moment. And my lawyer pulled me out, and he and we went in, and they read the proceedings, read the charges, blah, blah, blah. And you always do all that, and they go, before we start the trial, we're going to do a brief recess, and blah. In that yep. brief recess, my lawyer comes to me, and he goes, they offered a deal. You need They're going to drop the assault on an officer, but you need to take assault with resisting arrest. You need to take uh, your, uh, your uh, possession charge. And they'll drop a breach of probation because I was on probation at the time. And and so I basically had to take assault with resist and possession mm. to, dr- to drop assault on an officer times Which three. Which you never did. And I go, yeah. but I didn't do anything. 
And he goes, listen, That's he's got deal. seven cops. And I go, none of them were there. So what does that matter? I had Doesn't four matter. witnesses with me as well. My dad was even there because it was at the movie theaters. And he had dropped his 17-year-old son off with a few friends to mm. go to the movies. And it immediately happened. My dad didn't make it out of the parking lot before stuff happened. Oh, wow. So so my dad was, I, I was like, I got a, a hardworking you know, 35 years in a job, man that was sitting there sober in a vehicle that can attest to everything that I say. So here I'm thinking, I got a pretty good case. He's going, you got your friends and your dad. They've got four cops and the three that were there. And they're, and I go, what are the four cops going to do? They're going to attest to how good of human beings they're, how they would never lie, how they would never hit a child, how they would. And then I'm like, oh, but they did. And, and, and that's my disgust was growing with disdain mm. at the time. Yeah. So. When I say fuck the police, and I want to get this straight, because I know a few people that are like, my dad's a cop, and I take that very... And and I go, listen, I have no problem with your father. Your father's probably a good guy, because I know you, and he raised a good girl. But the police force as a whole, it's a legal fucking gang that allows things to happen that should never happen. I'm not saying fuck the individual. It's like if I said fuck the DJ. It doesn't mean I hate my DJ. It just means I had a bad experience with a DJ at a time, right? Yeah. Like It's just an expression for something that was a moment in your life and it, and and I'll I'll actually say this to you I told this I told this to my mom cuz my mom even she doesn't support the song or the stance but she understands it right. because she went through it with me right <clears throat> so I told her like 2 weeks after I go my disdain and hate for cops since releasing the song has completely deflated it's almost like you know when you got yeah, you know what I mean? You know when you got to let some shit out? And I never had a proper channel to let it out. And Drag now I got time. to say, fuck you in this manner where I'm like, I'm going to promote it and I'm going to throw it out there. And I got to get angry about it and all that. And now I'm like, I'm not really angry anymore. I'm cool. Yeah. We're good. Like, you know what I mean? It's it's fucked up like that. But that's that's what's the beauty of doing this shit. Music therapy, that's why right. I will make music to the day I I'm incapable to. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I'd like to say I die, but maybe I'll lose my voice box before. I like the song except for one thing. Can I can I tell you my criticism? For sure. When you're driving up Dufferin Street (laughs) in rush hour, you don't want to hear fucking sirens in your music. He has a knack against sirens. You're right, right. but you want to know what the? I I totally understand that. I totally understand that. But you know what the one thing was? We didn't have the sirens originally, and when we put them in, it just made it. Oh, I I I hear you. He gave me the same rantuzes. Don't worry. (laughs) He sends me stuff all the time, and I listen to it in the car, and I'm like. He, he just listens. Sirens in your music. I, you want to hear a funny thing? It's my song, and I have shot my head left, shot my yeah, head right. Wait, the chorus has come on. Oh shit! There's a cop. Co- yeah, oh, it's my fucking song. You and the way hard. it's panned. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. You do a left or right. Yeah, and it kind of comes middle for a bit and go. I know. Yeah. yeah, I know. I had to do a double take and I muted it and I was. Like, no, I know. That's why I said shot left, <laughs> shot right. Like are they coming up on me for I the. Guess everything is. You know what? I'm. Yeah, I'm going to put the next song on just so that I don't get confused again. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, no. And that's what, it, you know, that song, that song's not to, meant to be really be an anthem. It's not like mm-hmm. the NWA version. That song is an expression yeah, and national. event. And it, and it, I like the vocal samples. Though. And it worked, you know, and it wasn't because I need to take the NWA original Fuck the Police and take it from that, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, that track m- means something to me. Mm-hmm. And it, and I understand people taking, like, you're angry. This is, you know, this. And they're like, you're right. But that's exactly what it's supposed to be. Because I am angry. Right? Yeah. So, you wait till you see the video for that. It's fucking awesome. 
Just from the and I, I haven't it. even edited it, so I'm saying that there is no video yet. But I just I I project Shh. things and I have ideas in my head. I know what all the shots look like. I've taken a lot of pr- police brutality clips mixed with uh, Ferguson riots, mixed with G20 sum riots. Nice. So you're gonna see a lot of just different police clips of shots, mm-hmm. just to kind of embody the force. I don't want to embody the individual because I'm not like I said. I'm not saying fuck. I'm not saying fuck Peter the cop who's a good guy who supports his family. Yeah. I'm saying fuck the police system. Yeah. The system that creates this fucking, you know what I mean? So basically within that, I have a army white balaclava. I'm wearing the balaclava in the video. Mm. You can only see my eyes and my mouth. I have an army white uh, hoodie on and I'm about this close to the camera with zero expression. Oh, wow. So it's just like you're looking at like a kidnapper of like a revolution. Yeah, I've seen the revolution. Yeah. And I'm going to flicker that face in between the police clips. Oh, wow. So you're going to see like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That face and it's going to fucking, my buddies Opacity. have seen the clips of the face and they're like, bro, that's fucking, that, you look creepy as fuck. And I'm like, mm. this is the point. It's, it's the like goal. this guerrilla militia, like this, like, you know what I mean? It, it, it's a little hardcore. I'm not going to lie, it's but I, I love it for that. But I'll also say I only two versed it. Because I perform two verses of this song, and I'm also going to mix in performance clips. Because okay. I have four different shows where I perform this, and I, 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 oh, you guys got to, next, next, if you guys are coming to the show. I'm going to the Dax okay, show. Okay, so good, because you guys got to come. Cause I don't I'll, think he is. Well, because there's also a Peterborough show on, is that the Friday? Yeah. Yeah, I know there's another. We're going to divide and conquer Well, either way. Yeah, I'll get maybe. He's going to cover Peterborough, I'll I'm going to cover Whippy. Show. I'll yeah. get you to a show, because you guys, uh, like, I own my fucking performance on stage. Mm. I'm very... You'll you'll notice I bring an energy level that makes you feel like you have energy. Well, I went to Busta Rhymes, and I went to Naughty by Nature, and I wasn't like, oh, that shitty guy that was with PJ. Yeah, so, but like, that yeah. was nothing compared to what I have now. So on that... Well, that's I'm, what I'm saying. I'm like, more like... Bu- what I like to compare myself to is Busta Rhymes and Tech 9 on a stage. That's the way I like to perform now. Oh. I'm running. I'm, okay, so you I'm, saw, I'm you getting watch, in the face. I'm slapping him. You watch him nine nights I'll in a row. body surf if you get close enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that together. Yeah, of course I did. Bustin's oh put together are amazing. So, and anyone that doesn't know, Eddie Jones, that's also going to be performing on the show, is my hype man. Oh, he's well. your spliff star. He's my spliff star. <laughs> he started as my spliff star before he went off on his, his own thing. So that's why I fully support him. I have spliff starred him on one show. I said, Eddie, I got you. Because you got me, right? But at the same time, I'm a little bit of an ego, so we perform a, a track or two of mine when we do one of his songs. But no, no, I'm not an ego. But you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just. Let me get some of my shit out yeah. there too. Let me get some of my shit. Like Eddie, Eddie on, still bro. spits a verse or two on my sets. Yeah. Right. It's not his tracks, but it's still stuff that he's on on my tracks, stuff For like sure. that. Right. So, and uh, and honestly, Eddie's the type of guy. I I had an old other hype man before my buddy Risk, and we were good shit together. But me and uh, Eddie. I, like he's the type of guy I could travel the world with doing this. Mm. Like we get, I can clown him and he can clown me back. Yeah. We have fun together. We don't. There's no nobody's bothering anybody. No nobody's getting personal. on anybody's nerves. You know, because I'm a very, I'm a very hospitable person. You come in my house, I'm gonna feed you. You need somewhere to sleep. You're gonna sleep there. But yeah. I'm also gonna, I'm I'm gonna say get the fuck Make up. That's my seat. Or like, and you're like, oh, sorry, bro. And I'd be like, no, it's okay. Sit Sound right familiar? there. Like, yeah, I was just, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, three bitches. I'm a boss, but I'm a very nice human being. I like to take care of my people. But yeah. I also don't like to be 
like that's my shit and I worked hard for that shit so get off my shit and take this shit because I got this for you you know what I mean yeah so that's the type of way I like to and my mom literally growing up if I like when if you knew me when we were 16 years old and I brought like five of you guys in my house around dinner time mm -hmm. my mom would go you brought five people over again oh, and pull five more plates out Yep. That's the way the, that's the way I grew up, right? So like that's why we take care of people. We hope pe there's not like a, a community of people that want to come to our house that need to be taken care of, but we take care of people, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's just the way it's always been. Amazing. Oh. I put up literally I've had probably about five different friends live with me at different times just to help them transition into the next phase and i've even had the other person because i usually have a roommate or a girlfriend yeah completely against that and i fight with that person to support this person yeah In our house while i'm like it it sometimes creates sticky scenarios but i'm like Fuck you. You live in a nice bedroom in a nice house. We have a fridge full of food. This guy's struggling. Give him a month Let's or two. Let's help him. Yeah. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Type thing. And it's shit like that. And actually, um, if you heard Kings of the Underground with Massacre on it, do you yeah. know Mass Yeah. If you heard that track, that's the first record on my EP, Psychosis with Massacre and an artist, Dallas Cash. That's the one that made me think that uh, you liked Bone Thugs. Okay. Yeah. Well, that one's nonstop. It's not, I don't even call that a fast flow. I call that a nonstop yeah. flow. Yeah. It's not fast. It's not like you, it's all understandable, but it just doesn't stop. Yeah. Right. So, and that, the, that was one of the first records I put together for this. And actually, Anthony sent that to me, saying he want he's been wanting to do music with me for a while, and he sent that record to me. And I asked mm. him if it was okay if I took it as my record for my album. And he goes, I didn't have something to do with it. I just wanted to do music with you, man. So nice. that's basically where that came from. And he hooked up with Dallas Cash, and he goes, I got a guy. Are you cool with getting him on this? And I looked him up, and Dallas Cash is in the battle circuit. He's an American out of like Akron, Ohio. Yeah. And he's all over the battle circuit. He's oh, done nice. King of the Dots. He's done, I I, the ton, I think he's been in three or four different uh, battle circuits he's and he's good. So I'm like, 100%, get this guy on the fucking record, man. Let's, let's branch from, you know, state to state, province to province, whatever it may be. So... Are we on a are we on a time limit or we're not on a time limit. We've got about just under two and a half hours this here. Part or no, two. one and a half hours. Okay, okay. Oh, uh, we're gonna split it into two. Yeah, two part either way. So we'll do uh, this week and next week. Okay. Let's uh, let's do a part three and four sometime too, though. For sure, for sure. Honestly, man, if you, you you've seen me right now and you want to sit down, we yeah. can talk about everything. Yeah, all I'm, day fucking long. That's good shit. I'm a, I'm a motor mouth when I get going, so more split breaks. I like though. it when we don't have to yeah. ask a ton of questions. Well, yeah, that's that's the thing with me. You ask one question and I just answer like six, <laughs> and, then, and then I apologize for taking you to fucking <laughs> from Spain to Your fucking interview, bro. They, they hear us every week. Yeah. 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 From Spain to Peru, back change, to China, right? and here we are back in Canada again. So yeah, uh, thanks very much to Zayce for coming out tonight. And uh, big up last week for those who are listening this week to part two. <laughs> and a big shout out again to Zace for coming through on that one. Uh, it's a pleasure having you on the show, and you're always welcome uh, to the uh, Hip Hop Tic Tactics team and uh, anything that we can do for you, any new music, etc. Might have to take you up on that uh, that conversation because it seems like that could have gone on for uh, for the whole night conversating and all that stuff. So uh, again, big shout out to everyone listening in, all the regulars and those that aren't and uh, just tuning in for the first time. Uh, this is Hip Hop Tick Tactics. We run on Trent Radio 92.7 FM. 
at uh, 10, or sorry, 11 p.m. on Wednesdays and around the world at trentradio.ca. We're also on on Saturdays on Maximum FM at 9 p.m. and niagaracommunityradio.ca on Tuesdays and Sundays at uh, 10 p.m. Thanks for listening in and uh, hope you all have a blessed week. Peace.